Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Turn up your volume. Because you're about to listen to The Sick Podcast with Tony Maradero and Sean Starr. Sports entertainment like no other. It's going to be sick. Brought to you by MyBookie. Use code SICKPIX for a 50% deposit bonus. Bet, win, get paid. Marinero, Sean Starr, and John D'Angelis, our basketball aficionado. It's a basketball extravaganza right here on the Sick Podcast, brought to you by MyBookie. And place your bets on MyBookie.ag. Use code SICKPICKS for a 50% deposit bonus. Bet, win, get paid. Gentlemen, how are we doing today? Sean, how are you doing, bud? I feel like I should have a Grand Marnier, a Martini, aficionado, uh, extravaganza. Uh, I can't wait to, to break it all down. John, how are you doing? I'm doing well, Tony. The check is in the mail. <laughs> Thank you very, very much. Yes, indeed. All right. Uh, how does everyone like our hoodies today? Huh? Toronto Raptors for me. Look at that. Huh? Huh? Pretty Not slick. Shabby. Pretty slick. L.A. Lakers for you and purple and John gold, Johnny Bright, Chicago Bulls, and they got the horns action. Very reminds nice, it's very nice. Reminds, reminds me of the best there is, the best there was, the best there ever will be. Michael Jordan, but that's another topic for another day. And of course, you're probably wondering where we got this beautiful attire. We got it at SportBuffShop.com for all your officially licensed sports apparel and more. Use code Sick Hoodies fifteen for fifteen percent off of all. Hoodies. All right, guys. A very passionate rant by Draymond Green talking about a double standard in basketball. Let's hear what Draymond had to say. We've seen situations of Harrison Barnes getting pulled off the bench. You know, DeMarcus Cousins finding out that he's traded in an interview after the All-Star game. And we continue to let this happen. But I got fined for stating my opinion of what I thought should happen with another player. But teams can come out and continue to say, oh, we're trading guys, we're not playing you. And yet we're to stay professional. At some point, as players, we need to be treated with the same respect and have the same rights that the team can have. Because as a player, you're the worst person in the world when you want a different situation. But a, but a team can say they're trading you and that man is to stay in shape. He is to stay professional. And if not, his career is on the line. At some point, this league has to protect the players from embarrassment like that. All right, guys. I mean, you can't get more clear, more passionate than that. 
John, I know some people are going to say it's hard to feel sorry for these guys because they make a lot of money, but I listened to everything he said. He makes sense. You know what? You got to look at it two ways. Um, you got to look at it from the player's perspective, and you got to look at it from the regular person's perspective. So from the player's perspective, I get it, especially with all the conversations right now with mental health issues and what Kyrie went through when he took a break. Um, and, I, and I believe a lot of it is Draymond being the enforcer, as in hockey, and coming out and defending Andre Drummond because he was also ripped in the, you know, on Twitter and on Instagram by a couple of GMs saying that he puts up a lot of numbers, but you don't even know if he's on the court. I just think Draymond's always felt he's had to be that guy, you know, who's going to speak out. But you got to look at the other perspective. And, and, and the regular guy who's, you know, just lost his job during this pandemic and is waiting for his check from the government every two weeks to put food on the table. It's a very fine line. I, I understand Draymond's opinion. People have to be treated fairly. The Detroit Pistons handled it better with Blake Griffin. They, they you know, they basically he's injured and they got him on the side. And maybe that's where the communication broke down. But, you know, I. I get it. I get Draymond. He feel, he's always felt that way. He's an equal opportunity guy. He'll give it to his own players if they're not playing well. He'll give it to the media. He'll give it to the general managers. He'll give it to everybody. He'll probably end up next to Charles Barkley and Shaquille O'Neal when he's done retiring. Um, but, you know, it, it's tough for the regular fan and the regular person to sympathize. But I understand where Draymond's coming from. Yeah, I, I get it too. And he, you're right in the sense that he's a he's a wonderful quote. And uh, certainly is, you know, someone that that does what I do and what Tony does, having a refreshing, non-cliched quote come at you is is always welcome. I'm never going to criticize a guy for speaking honestly and sharing his point of view. But I, I, I get confused with a couple of points he made, right? Like, I, I, I don't think the world reacted the same way when, when James Harden completely dogged it and didn't give you know, even 50% worth of effort when he was trying to play his way out of Houston. And uh, ultimately, he got his wish. And and the other part about the argument that I don't understand, and maybe you can help clarify and, and you know walk me through the muddiness here, is Adrian Wojnarowski, the ESPN insider, broke the story. It's not like the Cavaliers came out and, and broke this themselves. That ESPN insider said, well, this is what Cleveland wants to do. And Andre Drummond, John, as you know, is a guy who's made you know, quite a bit of money in nine seasons in the NBA. And why wouldn't you protect your investment that's making close to $30 million this season? You know, no disrespect in, intended. It's not personal, as the, the the godfather would say. It's just business, baby. You know, I need to sit you and not play you. So I don't get, you know, that side of, of Draymond's well-expressed opinion. I get it. You're right. 100% right, Sean. I agree with you also. It is business. There's a lot of money invested. He gets injured. Now it's a second-round pick. He stays healthy. It's a first-round pick. It could dictate the next five or six years of the Cleveland Cavaliers' future. But it's interesting that it's the Cleveland Cavaliers again. And it's um, – it's, it's, I think it's Gilbert who's the owner there. I, don't get me wrong. He's had issues with other players. Um, but I get it. You know what? It's, it, it's business. And, I, and as much as I feel bad for, for the players and with, with all the isolation they're going through right now, staying in their hotels, getting locked up, when a guy gets hired, let's say hypothetically for $150,000 to go be an engineer in Kuwait after all the problems they had down there, and he's got to work and he's got to stay in a compound and he yeah. can't go anywhere for a while. 
And he sacrifices and he comes back with $150,000. You know what? I know the players are going through a lot. I know they're sacrificing a lot. I get Draymond's point of view. There shouldn't be a double standard. But they make a lot of money. And at the end of it all, it is John, a John, 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 they make a lot of money because they're the best in the world at what they do. There's no yes. So you take any profession, the yes. best in the world at what they do yes. will make money. Now, they're probably not going to make $20 million a year. I get that. But, you know, they are in, they are in the entertainment business. And entertainment business pays, right? A guy who, uh, a guy who's, uh, you know, the lead in a movie is going to make twenty-five to thirty million dollars. I'm not so sure he worked harder in that movie than a professional athlete does for an entire NBA season. But what's more offensive? What's more offensive? The way the the whole James Harden saga unfolded. Like, if you want to talk about disrespect to the game, not only did the guy spend more of his time you know, in the in the VIP room at the strip club getting uh, la danse at this than he was practicing his uh, three-shot attempts. And then he shows up, as we talked about at the time on the SICK podcast, this guy was uh, averaging a triple-double on Uber Eats every day, and he shows up out of shape, doesn't even care about winning or losing, whines and cries the whole time. I mean, what are we talking about here? I mean, wasn't isn't that not more disrespectful than anything else that people are crying about as far as a double standard? I mean, the guy yeah. half-assed it. John, I agree, man. I agree. Like, they're professionals. They got to behave professionally. If a guy gets, you know, knows he's losing his job in two weeks at the bank, he's got to go to the bank and he's got to work because he doesn't work well. He's not going to get a good reference. And by the way, you know what? Out of shape, not out of shape. Last night, they're down 24 points. No KD, no Irving. They come back, he scores 36, and they win the game. Yep. You know what? It's it, – I again, I get Draymond. He's the enforcer as in hockey. He's got to speak out. He feels like – and today LeBron came out, backed him up, you know what I mean? And yeah, said, man. you know what, we have to sympathize a bit more with the athlete. But it's very hard to sympathize during a pandemic, especially yeah. with these athletes, with the kind of money they're making. Tony, go ahead. There's, there's, there's two ways, John, that we can fix this, all right? It's the SICK Podcast, and you can listen to us on all our social media platforms and follow us on Facebook and Instagram at the SICK Podcast. And on Facebook, by the way, like it and share it with your friends. There's two things that we can do here. Number one, when the Cleveland Cavaliers are going to sit Drummond, all they have to do is say, listen, we've made an organizational decision, a team decision. We're going to trade you. We don't want to make you sit and cause you public humiliation, embarrassment. We have too much respect for you as a person and as a player. So what we're going to do is give us a certain amount of time here we're going to say that you've tweaked something. We're not going to keep you out of the lineup too long. Uh, We're not Adrian Wojnarowski broke the story. Wojnarowski right. broke, right. broke the story. Adrian broke the story. It was in Cleveland. Yeah. Now, that's a, that's a valid point. But I get your point, too. Detroit's doing it that way. What they should have done is they should have just said, you know what? You're injured. He's sitting because he's injured. He, you know what I mean? He needs a break. We're going to sit him out till the All-Star break fresh. Let him get his legs back. But Adrian broke it. It wasn't yeah, the Cavaliers. So, um, no point in talking about any hypothetical because the reality is uh, uh, a reporter broke the news. Here's one thing that we probably should do, all right? And I totally agree with you. Here's where I'm torn, guys, and we'll end it with this is that. I, I'm totally with you guys, and you have to have respect for your team, your city, your franchise, your coaching staff, your fan base, and all of that, and dogging it. I mean, there's no sense of professional pride there, and I'm not for that stuff. Really, I'm not. But we also maybe have to be more sympathetic towards guys that probably are in a bad situation from no fault of their own. They want to get out of a certain situation. And unless they dog it, they probably can't get out. And maybe we shouldn't call these players cancers 
the way we have in the past. Anyway, let's move I never on. Have. I never will. Well, some do. Uh, time is. Uh, I have to ask you, Steve Nash, when he decided to coach the Brooklyn Nets, John, there's a lot of people that said, uh, I wonder if he's going to be a good coach, yes or no. You've had a chance to see him operate now. You've had a chance to see his team. Do you think he's at a point right now where he's happy with his decision to be coaching the Brooklyn Nets in the NBA, or he probably should have stayed out of it? Um, you know what? Last night, he's probably happy. <laughs> um, when Kyrie was doing his stuff, he probably wasn't. But I, I don't get it. I, I, I mean, I, don't, I get it and I don't get it. I mean, the guy's done so much. And he's accomplished so much in his career in the NBA. But I'm sure there's been times that he's been like, oh, I could be skateboarding. I could be playing soccer. I could be hanging out, drinking a glass of wine, up and down coaching. I've been a coach. It's like we, we hate to lose more than we like to win. I think he's going to stick it out. I really do. I think he's a competitor. If he would have won an, an NBA championship when he's with the Suns, I think maybe – he, he would have said no, but I think that that's the one thing that's missing on his resume. But I do think there was times when Kyrie, the whole saga was unfolding. I, I, I bet you he was like calling his wife, like, what am I doing here? Do I really need this? Mm -hmm. But they made the trade. Now they're competitive. They seem like they're having a lot more fun. Um, he'll, he'll stick it out for this year, and it'll be interesting to see if they win or not at the end, if he'll come back. Well, that's the thing. I mean, Brooklyn, they just, you know, at times look unstoppable, an absolute juggernaut offensively. That that power three just, I mean, they are the biggest threat to the L.A. Lakers if and when A.D. does come back and, and they're going to be at full force. You know, you look at you, you know, you look at the Eastern Conference and what's going on there. Raptors had a huge win with O'Kyle Lowry. They beat Yanis. The Bucks are, are reeling. They've lost four in a row. But, you know, the way Brooklyn's going, I think Philadelphia is, man, they got to be looking over their shoulders every night. Yeah, I agree. I mean, I, I like Brooklyn. I said it a couple of weeks ago. I don't care. And, and now they just, they're trying to acquire, or they acquired Roberson already, who was, I think, first team all defensive when he played at OKC. If he can give him like 15, 20 minutes off the bench with some solid defense, they're using Brown now. They're playing small, um, small ball. They showed it against the Clippers. When they want to defend, they can defend. Mm -hmm. I think the thing with them is they're going to need to stay healthy. Um, and if they stay healthy, they, they're going to be tough to beat. Like Anybody can break you down. I mean, you're talking about three potential Hall of Fame players on the same team. It's, it's when, the, when the Warriors won with Clay and Curry, that's two. They got three. Um, John. And, go ahead. Yeah, one or two speed questions here. Go Is ahead. Of Michael Jordan's franchise, LeVar Ball's son, LaMelo Ball, yes or no? Um, I don't know yet. I, I'm not sure. But it's hilarious that he wanted to beat him one-on-one, -on -one and now he's, he's got his son playing for him. But you know what? I, I think it's a good start. He's going to be Rookie of the Year. He's winning in every statistical category. He's a, he's a pleasure to watch, but he's got to produce for a couple of years before we can say that. And in ending, where is Steph Curry in the MVP race today? Um, top five, I'd say fourth, fifth. They're just not good enough in the standings. And for him to win the MVP, because he doesn't affect the game – on the defensive side enough, they've got to finish first or second. Sean, does he have your vote, yes or no? For MVP? Yeah, where is he? Where does he rank? Oh, I would have him right there with John. I mean, it, to me, it, it all comes down to, you know, wins and losses. How competitive is your team? It's a shame they don't have Clay. It's a shame they don't have Clay because 
Uh, he is worth the price of admission alone, but there's such stiff competition. Can I give Gentlemen, you a trivia question, guys? Go ahead. Michael Jordan's birthday today. Yeah. You know that? Yeah. Yeah. Which no, NFL, now I do. Which, which NFL great shared the same birthday? Played with the Cleveland Browns? Jim Brown. Hall of Famer? Who? Jim Brown. There you go. Got it. Good. There you go. Good. And on that note, he got the trivia question. We'll end it. Marinero star, John D'Angelis, the Sick Podcast. Thank you, guys. Cheers. Cheers. And that's a wrap. Hope you don't miss us too much until next time. Follow the Sick Podcast on YouTube, Instagram, Facebook, Google Play, and Apple Podcasts. The Sick Podcast is brought to you by MyBookie. Use code SICKPICKS for a 50% deposit bonus. Bet. Win. Get paid.